Hey guys, and welcome to the Self-Development Collective. So today I'm gonna go through a simple idea that we can use to help improve the strength and intimacy, like the, the closeness of our relationship. So if you feel like maybe your partner isn't on your team or you guys aren't on the same team, or you might actually feel like you're closer to other people than you are your partner, like, like friends or best friends, for example, then this episode is definitely one for you. You're now listening to the Self-Development Collective, a podcast in community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be. Okay, so the idea that I'm bringing you today is actually from a book called Wired for Love. So this book is by Stan Tatkin and it's such an amazing relationship read. I would highly recommend it. It was recommended to be to me by my counselor when my husband and I, um, you know, we're just having the usual communication challenges and things like that. And um, it's been a game changer for both of us. Um, I often tend to read these things because obviously I'm a little bit into this topic. <laughs> um, and then I share what I've learned with him and I think it really helps him to sort of get something from it as well. So even though he doesn't read the books, he um, is really patient, listens to me, and we actually end up having really great discussions about it as well. So let's get into what this, uh, how the best tip that I got from this book, because that's what I'm sharing with you today. So Stan Tatkin in his book, Wired for Love, talks about a couple bubble. So a couple bubble, before I go into it, I want to talk about when you might need one, because that is something that's really key here. So for me, a couple bubble um, is really vital when you're in a relationship and you feel as though the intimacy, even in terms of not just physical intimacy, but the emotional intimacy isn't there. Um, when you feel like you're closer to other people than your partner, um, you might feel like you and your partner aren't on the same team. Um, and something, for example, would be, you know, there's, you know, you can always joke around with other people, but it's like bad mouthing one another in front of people, um, pointing out and just being really negative about one another in front of people. Um, also, you know, to one another as well. Um, another thing, if you're feeling really unseen and not heard from your partner, um, or maybe your partner saying that to you, the, the couple, a couple bubble is definitely a great strategy, a great tool for couples, um, who are really struggling with that emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, feeling like you're in a, um, like you're not really with someone, it's become more of a roommate situation, or perhaps you've kind of lost that closeness and you don't know how to get it back. So couple bubble, what is a couple bubble? So Stan Tatkin defines it as a mutually constructed cocoon, membrane or womb that holds the couple together and protects each other from the outside elements. A couple bubble is an intimate environment that partners create and sustain together and that implicitly guarantees such things as. So a couple bubble is basically you two being on the same team, you two agreeing that your team comes first, that it's you two, I wouldn't say versus the world, but you two and then the world. Um, that's kind of what he's saying, constructed cocoon. There's you two. Um, another person that spoke about th this was Glennon um, Doyle in her book. She's so good. Um, she spoke about it in a family sense. So kind of like a family bubble where she says her family's an island and her job is to protect that island. 
And it's very much the same with a couple bubble. This is like a couple island where it's about the two of you um, and making maintaining your relationship um, and putting one another first. So with a couple bubble, the thing that he speaks about is that the couple bubble has certain guarantees. Now, guarantees are like rules or... Um, uh, look, rules makes it sound really strict, but you know, guidelines that you guys use to go by. And my partner and I, or my husband and I, um, had this without reading this. I didn't realize. I used to say to my husband or all the time two things: we're a team, and we always figure things out together. And so, they're two examples of the guarantees that exist in our couple bubble. So every time we have a fight, um, it's always we're on the same team, and we always figure things out. Every time one of us is really stressed about something, it's we're on the same team. We're always going to work together to figure things out. We always figure things out. So they're examples of guarantees. So the guarantees are what holds the couple bubble together. And obviously it just depends on your relationship and what works for you guys. So some of the guarantees again that I have and that um, Stan Tatkin mentions in in his book are things like, we always figure things out. Another one is we come first. So we come first is a really interesting one, especially nowadays because there's a lot of chat about codependency and you know putting others' needs before our own and having no boundaries. And I'm a big believer in boundaries. Um, I also created a free boundaries workbook. So if that's something you're interested in, I will pop it in the link below. But I'm all about boundaries and I'm still about boundaries, especially in relationships and you know within couple relationships as well. Um, but we come first has been really impactful because it means that you're committing to putting each other first and you're committing to putting the relationship first. So something that happened recently for me, um, or something that reminds me of this week, we come first. So it's our, our relationship comes first is often when we overbook ourselves. So my husband and I um, both have really great friendship groups and we tend to get really busy. Um, And a commitment that we have made is if we don't have enough time, we don't hang out with other people. We hang out with one another first. So we don't feel that social pressure to hang out with people um, unless we've had our own time. And that's something that we talk about. We come first. So if we get an invitation for something and we haven't had enough time together as a couple, we come first. So we go late. Uh, we don't accept the invitation and we make sure that we're spending time together. Another example of this is recently, uh, my husband was really just working a lot and struggling and um, he wasn't really enjoying himself. He seemed a little unhappy. So I spoke to him and I was like, you know, you seem a little stressed right now. Um, And I'd noticed that he wasn't spending as much time with friends as he used to. So I was like, it sounds like you need a little bit of time, you know, to really enjoy yourself, have a break, go out, go see friends, have a minute. And so I pointed that out to him and really encouraged him to get out. Um... And that's something that he does for me. So when he sees me overworking and getting really stressed and tired, he'll usually kind of pull me aside and be like, hey, I've noticed you've been really busy lately. Um, What's something that you can do right now to chill out because you're looking really stressed? So we both do that for each other because we know that our relationship and and each other's needs come first. And it kind of balances out because I think the fear of the we come first um, attitude is that one of us will get forgotten. But the reciprocal nature of, of one another is really, it's amazing how we can really want to reciprocate when our partner does things like this. So when I do these things for him, he really wants to do them for me as well. So it really just helps that momentum, that flow. 
Now, another guarantee that we have um, and another one, I can't remember if Stan has this in the book, but nonetheless is we're each other's go-to people. So this is an important part of our bubble because for a really long time at the beginning of our relationship and for quite a long time, we both had this habit of talking to other people about things rather than one another. And this is something that can happen with best friends, something that can happen in friendships, right? We tend to go to rely on our friendships thinking that our husbands and our partners and our, our significant others can't give us the same advice or support that our best friends can. And this can be a little bit tricky in relationships because then what happens is the other our other person, the person that we're not speaking to, feels it. So I know that there's been a couple of examples in my own relationships and relationships of friends where the partners really wanted to step up and help but felt like they couldn't because they couldn't do what the friends were doing for them. Uh, or for their partner, I should say. So this is something, again, really tricky with best friends because they do give different advice. Um, They definitely don't give the same advice as maybe your partner does. Um, I know my friends are always different. It's a different experience when I explain something to them versus my husband. But the thing is, it's not necessarily about what advice they give. It's about offering each other that opportunity to connect with one another and to really have that space where you're allowing that person to be your go-to and saying, you're my sense of security and safety. I'm coming to you to feel that sense of security, even if the advice or the suggestions are not what you want to hear. It's really important to allow that person to understand what's going on with you. Um, And that's really important because again, that's something that I think we all fall into a bit where we tend to have go-to people that aren't our primary significant other partner, however you like to, to describe it. So that's something that is really important because it's really shifted my relationship. Like I call my husband first, whereas before it wasn't like that. So if something comes up, if I need to talk to someone, I call my husband first. He is my go-to. I am his go-to. And that's something that's really impacted our relationship because we trust each other more. We want to be there for each other. And he always loves it when I say to him, I'm just calling you for a chat. I wanted your advice. You're my go-to. And he loves that. So it's it's again, um, coming up with those guarantees that really strengthen the relationship between you two, it really strengthens, um, yeah, the, the cocoon, I suppose, which is a nice way to put it. And finally, um, another guarantee that we have or something that we don't say open, like explicitly, but we know is that we really work to understand how one another deals with things. So understanding how one another, how we deal with things is really important in relationships because otherwise we tend to get really reactive rather than responsive. So my husband, for example, when he gets really stressed, tends to go over things a lot. And I've had to step back and understand that instead of getting frustrated that he's repeating and reacting, I have to step back and go, oh, he's repeating a lot at the moment. He's obviously really stressed about something. Let's have a chat. Um, so that's something as well. Understanding again and going back to, and I will tag, uh, I will add in the description the recording that I posted, the podcast episode I rec- uh, recorded before this, because it's really about understanding our attachment styles and understanding how we deal with things so that we can deal with our partners and help our partners and, ma- and manage things with our partners in a different way. So that's another guarantee that we have. We really understand how one another deal with things. So I, he knows when I need space, um, that it's not about him. It's just something that, that I need and vice versa. Um, and also I have an understanding too of how he likes to deal with things, what makes him feel safe, what makes him feel relaxed, what makes him feel stressed so I can help him when he needs it. 
So they're the things that um, are the guarantees. So they're the things that keep us close. So we've got that we always figure things out, that our relationship and um, us comes first. Um, we're each other's go-to people and we really focus on understanding one another and how we deal with things. And again, if that's something that you're interested in um, in learning, there's a whole episode on that, which I'll tag below because I went into a whole thing of that. Um, and there's just, otherwise this episode will just go on forever. So couple bubble, how do we create one? So I've told you the guarantees, right? But what, what do we actually do to create a couple bubble? So the first thing, and this is from Stan Tatkin's book again, the guiding principles that he gives on creating the couple bubble is the first thing, devoting yourself to your partner's sense of security and safety. So this means, again, understanding one another's attachment styles. And in the next episode, I am going to talk specifically about attachment styles and how we can handle one another's attachment styles and some suggestions. But I also have another episode, like I said before, that I've recorded based on this because this is like is like the key to safer, more secure relationships, understanding how we respond and understanding how our partners respond so that we can support one another and help each other feel safe and secure. And the important thing is too, that understanding our partner's sense of safety and security is important because it's usually not the same as what we need when we want to feel safe and secure. And that's the challenge. Often it's like the the five love, love uh, excuse me, the five love languages. That again is about understanding what our partner needs to feel safe and secure. Not about what we think they need, but what they say that they need and understanding that we can be really different in that and not taking that personally. And again, that's, for example, my partner is someone who needs more support and affection, whereas I'm someone who needs a bit of time first and then support and affection. It's about understanding how each other works so that we can respond to one another and again, make one another feel safe, secure and understood. That's really important. So again, attachment styles, knowing each other's attachment styles, knowing each other's experiences that have co- that have created those attachment styles is another thing. Um, but Again, it's really lovely when we can actually understand one another's attachment styles because what happens then is they become our safe person. And that's a key thing which reminds me of being each other's go-to. That's kind of the thing for us. We're each other's safe person. Our, our uh, We're one another's go-to. And that is about strengthening that relationship because when we do, it kind of feel, does feel like us and then the world. And it's so lovely. It's a lovely um, way to connect with your partner. So the second guiding principle in creating a a couple bubble is no one is worried that the bubble is going to pop. And this is really important because it means that we have to both commit to being in the couple bubble fully. And that's something again that my husband and I have really worked on. It's the fear sometimes of creating something like this is that we will still get left behind, right? That our needs won't be met, that we'll prioritize one partner's needs and have ours forgotten. But the thing is the couple bubble is a commitment from both of us. We're both in this together and we're both okay to pull each other up if one of us is worried, if one of us isn't acting out the the guarantees or the, the guiding principles of our relationships. It's about understanding that things do go off path sometimes, but because we're committed to this bubble, we're committed to always bringing each other back. So a key thing of this is 
not worrying about whether the couple bubble is going to pop. So whether the person's not going to stick to it, whether the person's going to walk away. It's about both of us feeling fully committed to creating this environment, working on our island. Now, the next thing for the couple bubble is that it's mutually maintained and honored. So this is what Stan again mentions in his book. And again, it goes back to being in it fully, but also agreeing on it. So it's really hard if you're trying to create a bubble and your partner's like, what the what is that? So really good to explain, talk about it, why it's important, how it can help. And that's something that I did with my husband. I spoke to him about, you know, being on the same team and I spoke to him about the go-to person. Um, and we had chats about that and it really helped us to understand what we were doing, but it also helped us to both know what we were agreeing to when we came up with these guarantees, when we spoke about the strength of our relationships. Um, And also I think because I'm pregnant, obviously at the moment, um, that's been, this has been even hyper important to me because again, it's about discussing with him how important the, the couple bubble is, why, what I'm learning and seeing what he thinks about it, just to make sure that we stay on the same page when it comes to our relationships. I'm just going to fix the notes. Okay. So, and the final thing is that uh, Stan says about creating the couple bubble is to use it. So it's not just about understanding each other's attachment styles and needs and being receptive to them and, and responding to them, but it's also about relying on the couple bubble. And this is one of my favorite things because this has come in handy. So an example that Stan gave was, you know, if you know your partner is really uncomfortable in a situation it helps when you two can step in and help each other and one another, depending on who's uncomfortable, to come up with some plan or something to do. For example, um, you know, my husband knows when I'm really exhausted that I, I find sometimes family dinners and stuff a bit challenging. And I remember once he looked at me and he could see that I was really tired and he said, uh, it's time to go, let's go. Um, and that was him sort of looking at me and going, I can see that this is enough for you and stepping in. Um, That's something that's been really important. So reading the signals, understanding what our partner needs in those situations after having a discussion, obviously no one expects anyone to be a mind reader, but using that couple bubble when we need to, to support us. So another example is, um, I received some challenging news about a cousin who had passed away in an accident overseas. And my husband had plans that night that he was really excited about. And it was a really interesting moment because the old me would have been like, no, go out, I'll be fine, don't worry about it. And I would have managed it myself. But after working on on the relationship, learning about the couple bubble and attachment styles and learning to rely on someone, I think it was really important to me to learn to communicate. Actually, I think I need you home tonight. I think I just need you there because you're my safe person. You make me feel safe and I really need a little bit of support tonight. And he agreed um, without hesitation and was like, yep, I I hear you. Um, That's fine. I know you're telling me you need me there. I'll be there. Um, And that for me was a really good example of using the couple bubble. So he canceled his plans for me, stayed at home with me and we hung out. Um, And again, it wasn't about sitting there and talking about it. It was just about the fact that having him there to me um, helped me feel safer at that point in time. And so again, it's about understanding what each other needs and relying on the bubble, um, making plans to work, to work that out, whether it's in a situation with someone, for example, a parent, if you have a parent that you struggle with, maybe it's having the partner, having a signal for when the partner can walk in and change the conversation or 
something like that as well is another great idea. But I think most of us um, might struggle with that because we don't realize like we can create this amazing couple bubble. We can have all these ideas, but we really need to practice relying on it. And that's something, again, that I've learned firsthand. So a couple bubble, really, really interesting. Basically, it's about having a space, you two being a space, an island of you two, putting yourselves first, putting each other first, sorry, putting putting the couple first, putting one another first, committing to the guarantees or the guidelines within your relationship that you have. Again, like we do, we always figure things out. We're on the same team. We come first, we're each other's go-to. And understanding and committing to making one another feel safe. Um, Another guarantee is if I am struggling with something, I will let you know. Committing to communicating. But having specific go-to guarantees, guidelines is really good because you tend to rely on them. Like me and my partner always, every time we're struggling, we have a fight. um, We say to each other, we always figure things out. And that reminds us and calms us down by... Again, relying on the couple bubble because it makes us feel safe and secure and makes us, when we say that to each other, we immediately feel like we're on the same team and it reminds us of that. And that's why I love the couple bubble. It reminds us that we are on the same team. We are here for each other. We come first. We're committing to one another and we're both in this. So I hope you like this episode. A couple bubble is a really great idea. It's really powerful um, and very helpful in relationships because ever since then I've realized how much better the relationship with my husband has gotten just because we rely on each other more, we trust each other more, we, ca- we come to each other about challenges more, we rely on one another and that bubble more and it makes the connection stronger and more meaningful and that's what we're looking for, right? Those relationships that are more meaningful, empowering, um, fulfilling and the couple bubble is just another strategy that we can use to get there. So if you like this idea, I highly recommend Wired for Love. It's a really great read. It's also not a massive read. That's why I love it. And he gets straight to the point and it's so good. So I hope you like this episode. And otherwise, I will catch you in the next episode. Don't forget to check the links below. I will make sure to add anything that I've spoken about in this episode um, in the description. You're now listening to the Self-Development Collective, a podcast and community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be.